the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. He who began a good work in you is going to complete that work. He's not going to stop until it's completed. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Over the next two days, we're continuing a series focused on Joshua and leading the people of Israel into the promised land. So let's join Pastor Jack Morris right now for the introduction of today's message, Living in the Present. I've been doing a series of messages following the people of Israel. Now they've crossed the Jordan River. They're in the land of milk and honey, the promised land. And there's a promise for you too, friend. There's a promise for all God's people. And God keeps His promises. God's promises are sure, and you can trust Him and believe those promises. Joshua put up the 12 stones from the river to remind people of God of the blessing of God. There's good things in your life. Remember, be blessed and give thanks. Come with me into the sanctuary. Hear this message because this message is going to strengthen you in the faith. It's one of the most important messages I think I've ever preached. Come on with me. We've been following the people of Israel all the way out of Egypt, through the wilderness, the Red Sea. Now they've crossed over Jordan. They're there. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God Almighty. They made it to the promised land. My prayer is, friend, that every person here today, young and old, will make it into the promised land, the salvation land, the land where you know the power and presence of Jesus in your life. Friend, are you in salvation land? Only you can answer that. As we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, confess and repent of our sins, consecrate and reconsecrate, We'll live in the land of milk and honey, and it'll flow, and it'll be wonderful. There may be a thousand wars going on around us and a lot of conflicts, but Jesus gives peace because he's the prince of peace. And wherever he is, there is peace. And if there's any turmoil, strife, conflict, you can be sure the prince of peace is not there. So let's examine our hearts and consecrate ourselves to the Lord. You know, there are some people who live in the past. They're always yearning for the, quote, good old days. These people are ultra-conservative, wonderful people, good people, but, you know, I just can't believe that those good old days were as good as they remember them to be. (laughs) And then there are other people who live in the future, They're completely dissatisfied with everything that is today. They want to change everything. 
They can't live today because they're so living in the future. Now, both sets of people, the people living in the past, the people living in the future, both sets have, have, have entered into a fantasy land. They're not accepting today and reality and really what is going on. God says that we're to live one day at a time. This is what Jesus said in Matthew 6, 34. He said, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. In other words, every day has enough trouble of its own. So let's just focus on today and work ourselves through today. Tomorrow is coming. It's ahead of us. It'll have its own difficulties to face. And yesterday is gone. But today, let's trust Jesus, follow the Lord Jesus, experience his love and his power right now where we are today. Gone are the good old days. <laughs> I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> they were, they weren't, weren't all that good. And tomorrow, only God knows what the day's going to bring forth. But God has given us memory. And I'm going to talk about that as we consider the ch- children of Israel putting the stones on the bank of the Jordan River on the west side of the bank and uh, in the land of milk and honey at the city of Gilgal to remember. God has put in each of us a human brain, and God wants us to use those brains. Are you using your brains? (laughs) May we be blessed today with opening our brains and allowing the Holy Spirit to breathe spiritual life into our brains. And in, in that brain uh, there, there's, there are many, many capacities, great and awesome capacities. And one of the capacities is the capacity to remember. The brain is there and memory is there to aid us, to protect us, and to teach us. We're not to live in memory, but we are to be blessed by memory as memory helps us in the present. Joshua 4 tells us how the people of Israel came through Jordan River. The Jordan River stopped flowing when the priest's feet touched the water. And I I believe that literally because the Bible teaches that. The water was cut off 18 miles upstream at a city called Adam. Now, some of the, the more liberals would tell us that what happened, there was a landslide up there that cut the water off. But then I wonder, how come they walked across on dry land? God performed a miracle. And God continues to perform miracles. And I want a miracle today. And I want you to have your miracle also. God does things that we cannot explain. If we can explain it, then it isn't a miracle. But God did this in a miraculous way. But sometimes we, we have a tendency to forget and retreat in our thinking to the past, the good old days, or, 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 or project into the future, there, there are so many demands that are being made on us, and we look for a fantasy world to get away from the present. And it's so easy to forget what God has done for us because of the unrelenting demands that are, today is making of us. Every person here, you have demands upon you. And when you're, you're trying to, 
to jostle and work out those demands and, and satisfy those demands. Those demands are unrelenting. They won't let up. They're in your face continually. And because they're so close to us and so in our face, we have a tendency to not see God and to forget God. But has God done anything for anybody here? Amen. Has he? I wish I had time that I could ask you everybody to stand up and tell me what it is that God has done for you. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, God has been good to me. Go ahead. Now, think about what that good is. I'm not going to ask you to go on beyond that. But remember the good and give praise and give thanks to the Lord for what he has done. Now, here's something I want you to see. The people of Israel crossed over. The priest held the ark like this big table here with two big poles on their shoulder. People were to remain 1,000 feet away from that ark so everybody could look up ahead and see it. The ark was representative of the throne of God here on earth. You see, God wants us to see him. It's like the passage I read from Psalms. I saw you in the sanctuary. I just didn't hear a sermon. I saw Jesus in those words. Just didn't hear an anthem or a dance. I saw Jesus in that anthem and in that dance. And so we've come to church to see the Lord and to worship him. Now notice what it says here in verse 1, chapter 4, verse 1. When the whole nation had finished, that's the word I want to get to myself and to you today. The word finished. When the whole nation, the whole nation of Israel, had finished crossing the Jordan. You know, God finishes what he starts. Did you know that? God never starts anything that he, he stops halfway or he doesn't complete it. He completes everything that he sets out to do. God is a big finisher. The scriptures tells us that in the book of Revelation that when God was creating the heavens and the earth, God did not rest until he could say it is good. He didn't rest. He kept working day after day after day until he finished it. And when he finished it, he said, it is good. Now, everything that God is involved in will become good. God will finish it, and God will be able to say it is good. Now, what about the decisions that some of us are having to make? Some of these unrelenting demands that are upon us. If those decisions, if God is in those decisions, God is going to bring us to a good ending. You're not going to make a bad one, not as you look to the Lord and trust God. God will bring you to the end or to the conclusion and you'll be able to say, I made a good decision. I wonder how many here this morning, you're, you're going to have to make some decisions very shortly. How many? Well, friends, listen, if you go to have brunch after you, this service is over, <laughs> you're going to have to look at that menu and make some decisions. You make decisions all the time. But some of us are making some really big decisions, and I want you to know that if God is in that decision-making process. It's going to turn out okay. 
It's going to turn out better than okay. It's going to turn out good. It's going to turn out good. Everything God does is good. He's the giver of every good and perfect gift. Notice, when the whole nation had finished crossing over. Friend, we're going to go all the way into the land of milk and honey. We're going to go all the way into the land of salvation. We're going to experience, by faith, the blessings that God has promised us in this book. God is going to do it. When Jesus was on the cross, and they were all calling out, come down from the cross if you're the Son of God, he did not stop until he called out, it is finished. God is a finisher. He's not finished with you yet, or me. He's a finisher. They took him down from the cross and put him in the tomb. But the third day, he rose again. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. Following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday via live streaming, go to LargoCC.org at 9 or 11 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live. Again, go to LargoCC.org at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Now, the scripture says in, in Philippians 1.6 that he who began a good work in you. Hey, are you listening? He who began a good work in you is going to complete that work. He's not going to stop until it's completed. Now, none of us are perfect. And I want you to think now with me. Some of us don't like ourselves right now. Last week, we liked ourselves pretty well. But since last week... We've developed an attitude, something went wrong. We said something we shouldn't have said. We have a certain feeling toward a particular person that we didn't have this time last week. And we're saying to ourselves, I'm so, I, I'm so disappointed with myself. If I were a good Christian, I wouldn't feel that way. I wouldn't be down uh, like I am. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't have said that. Friend, we're still human and we're going to make mistakes and we're not perfect. We, we're saved. You are in the land of salvation. You may be disappointed with yourself today, but you are in the land of salvation. You are a child of God. Confess whatever it was. God will forgive you. None of us are perfect, but he who began a good work in us is not going to give up until he finishes us, with us, and that makes us into a Christ-like person with a Christ-like character. So don't get too down on yourself today. Do some of you... No, I'm not going to say that. 
No. <laughs> to some of us, no. God is with us. He's going to keep working on us. As we keep yielding to him and trusting in him, he's going to keep working on us, and he's going to take us all the way. Now look at these memorial stones. In, in verses 5, 6, and 7, it tells us that God brought them across. God told Joshua to take a man from each of the 12 tribes, go into that riverbed, and bring a stone out. These are memory stones to stack them up and to make a memorial. A memorial of what? A memorial to help them to remember that they did not cross Jordan alone, but they crossed it in the name of their God by the power of their God. Friend, none of us goes to heaven go to heaven because we're good. None of us. Good works never get us in there. Now, after we accept Jesus, we're going to behave and act like Jesus by the power of Jesus. But we are Christians. We are blessed. Our prayers are being answered, not because we are deserving, but because God loves us. And he's going to do great things for us because he loves us. Now, remember what God has done. Remember a prayer that has been answered. The scripture says in verse 24, the hand of the Lord is powerful, referring to the crossing of Jordan. Friend, the Israelites left slavery behind. They left hardship behind. They left everything that was ugly behind. They crossed over into the land of milk and honey where God was going to bless them abundantly. And the scripture says it was all because the hand of the Lord is powerful. Those prayers that have been answered in your life because the hand of the Lord is powerful. Those blessings that have come to you that you're enjoying today because the hand of the Lord is powerful. Those prayers that you need to have answered, remember some of the prayers that he, he has answered. And as you think back and remember, those are some of those memorial stones that will cause you and me to give thanks to the Lord for what he has already done. Now, he's going to do many more wonderful things for us. God is. But he wants us to remember and to give thanks to what he has already done. Let's, let's give thanks. But we have everything spiritual. We have hope in this life. And we have hope in the life to come. We know that when this life is over, it's, it's not over. Someone said, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Friend, friend I know what's going to happen. The Bible tells me so. And you can know what's going to happen. Let's have some memorial stones. Let's give praise to the Lord and thanksgiving to him. Now, this is why those stones were put up. And we have memorial stones to this very day. There's to be continuity. We're to continue on. Continuity, meaning what God did in the past, he is still doing. God is still active. God is still answering prayer. God is doing great and wonderful things. And he always will because he's a great and wonderful God. And that's how God works. But continuity. Now, when our children ask, what mean ye by these stones? One of these days, we're going to be gone. And then our children are going to be taking over. <laughs> and they'll be handling situations. And they're going to wonder, 
What does that church building up there on 1701 Enterprise Road, what does that mean? Why was that ever put there? Have you told them yet? If you don't tell them, they're not going to know. Yeah, when, when we come in on the first Sunday and we come to the Holy Communion table and those children are asking, what does that mean in remembrance of me? What does that little wafer mean? When the pastor says, this is the body of the Lord, what does that, that fruit of the vine mean when he said, this is the, the blood of Jesus? Joshua, taught by God to take care of the children. The children are coming. The children are going to be ans asking, do you have an answer for them? You're going to have to know what it means first before you're able to tell them. The stones were there for future generations. And when the children come in and they see people baptized in water, Daddy, what does that mean? Those people go down under that water. What's the purpose of that? What's the meaning of that? Can you tell them that the children of Israel went down into the Jordan and they come up on the other side? When they went down into the Jordan, they left sin and slavery behind and they come up into the land of milk and honey. Were you able to tell them that Jesus was crucified on a cross, that he went in the, in the tomb? He was buried. He was out of sight. But the third day, he arose. So we are burying you in the water and now leaving behind all your sins, something that's already happened in your heart, but now you're, you're, you're dramatizing it with praise, with thanksgiving, with worship. You're authenticating it. And now you come up out of the water. You're resurrected. Daddy, mommy, what does that communion service mean? What, what, does that, what does that mean when people go into the water in that fashion? What mean ye by these stones? Why, why do we worship on Sunday, mommy? Well, other people worship on Saturday. And, and some people don't worship at all. And some people... But why, why Sunday worship? Why not Monday? Why not Saturday? Why not? Do you have an answer for them? I mean, you have some very intelligent children, don't you? Very intelligent. Can you tell that child it was on Sunday, the first day of the week, that Jesus came out of the tomb and he arose from the dead? On Saturday, he was still dead. But on Sunday, he was alive. And, and honey... Every time Jesus appeared in the New Testament, 40 days after his resurrection, every time he appeared to the church, he appeared on Sunday, the first day. So on Sunday, we come together believing and praying that Jesus is going to appear. What mean ye by these stones? Why are we doing some of the things that we're doing? Some of us have done it so long we have no idea. But we need to know and worship God with intelligence and know the blessing of the Lord. You see, we're God's people. You know that? I want you to... You, 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 you move so much in the first service with the children. You move so much. You're not moving. You're saying you're doing anything now. <laughs> hey, I'm going to ask you again. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, you're a child of God. Come on. Yeah, you're a child of God. The scripture tells us that we, in 1 Peter 2, 9, that we are a chosen people. Now, think about it. God chose you 
to love you, to save you, to forgive you, to give you abundant life now, the blessings of God now, to answer your prayers now, and when this life is over, to take you to heaven. He chose you. He elected you to do that and and to be that. You're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You're, You're connected to royalty. Actually, you are royalty. You can go right to the throne of God. You're, you're, you're a priest now. You can pray in the name of Jesus and heaven is open to you. Listen to what he's saying and remember who you are, a chosen people. That word chosen people, chosen nation can also be chosen race. You know there are only three races in this world? Jews, that's a race. Gentiles, that's a race. And the church, Christianity, that's a race. According to the Bible, there are only three races. Are you a member of the right race? (laughs) You and I didn't have any choice at all to become a part of the, the race that we were born in. But you now can let God choose you to be part of his race and his redemption through Jesus. A chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God is alive today through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's not forget what God has done for us through Jesus and the cross. Let's remember and give thanks to the Lord for all He is doing today. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow may never come. So let's rejoice and live for Him today. Make sure you tune in tomorrow as we continue the series focused on God's faithfulness to Joshua and the Israelites who have crossed into the promised land. Until then, blessings on you.